Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Black and welcome to Mental Health Monday. If you've seen any of the other shows, you know that my goal is to help you deal with life, relationships, COVID-19, and beyond. And so if you have been watching me, you know that every show is a little bit different, but the goal is always to help you deal with life. Please like, share, leave your comments, let me know what resonates with you. I'd love to hear how you're processing this information. I would even encourage you to do a watch party. Go back and look at some of my previous shows. I've talked about things like grief and loss. I've dealt with stress, perfectionism, with fear, with anger, with domestic violence, with addictions. And today I am talking about breathing. I know you're thinking breathing. Yes, we have heard so much about breathing this past weekend that I thought it was important to stop and talk about the importance of taking every breath. We've heard it said over and over again this weekend on the news, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And this is not the first time that we've heard those words uttered. I mean, there have been other points of crisis or chaos in our country or in our families where we've heard people say, I just can't breathe. And we've heard it and we've not really paid a whole lot of attention to it until this weekend. I can't breathe. Can you imagine what it's like to be taking your last breath? And to realize if you don't get air or if you don't get oxygen, if you don't get relief, if something or someone doesn't get off your neck, you won't make it. We must breathe in order to live. It's vital. I mean, this is essential. This is necessary. If we don't breathe, we die. So I don't think I need to define breathing for anybody because we do it all the time on a regular basis, even though our breathing is shallow. It's basically taking lung, taking oxygen into our lungs and then expelling it. And it's a regular physiological process that we don't think a lot about because we just kind of go, Well, we go, but we should be breathing in through our nose and out through our mouth or in through our nose and out through our nose. But most of us have shallow breathing and we don't think about it. But when somebody puts their knee in your neck and you can't breathe, or if they put their hand over your mouth and your nose and you can't breathe, then all of a sudden it's vital. We will have this image in our mind for a long time to come, that visual image of someone whose breathing is being cut off. And it's interesting now that I've been getting phone calls all weekend of people who wanted to tell their stories about when they felt like they couldn't breathe, when they felt like their life was being stifled, when they felt like they were struggling because somebody or something had their knee in their neck. It's almost becoming a colloquial phrase now or a euphemism as you would. But we do need to remove the knee of oppression from people and let them breathe. We need to bow our knees in prayer and say a simple breath prayer. God help us. In Genesis 2 and 7, it says, And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Job 33 and 4 reminds us that the Spirit of God has made us, and it's the breath of the Almighty that has given us life. Breathing is important to life and life more abundantly. 
Let's breathe. We take our breathing for granted. We don't pay attention to how we breathe. But you know, there are times in life when it's difficult to breathe. For example, think about people who are in the hospital with some type of respiratory disease or sickness. They're having a hard time breathing. They're near death almost. That's the situation with people dealing with COVID-19, people who are on ventilators. They're on a ventilator because it's hard to breathe. When you're crying, it's hard to breathe. Think about it, go, <sighs> you know, you go to those deep sobs, you're trying to catch air in because crying takes your breath away. Uh, people have difficulty breathing when they have things like congestion, when they have asthma or wheezing, when they have pneumonia or the croup, uh, when they have bronchitis. So those are times when people find it difficult to breathe. It's also difficult to breathe when you've been confined or if you're in prison or if you're in bondage. It's hard to breathe. It's hard to breathe when you're in a difficult situation in your life. It's hard. But when you can't breathe, you die. We need to breathe. And we need to do more than shallow breathing. We need to pay attention to our breath. So let's breathe. Breathe again. You know, there are times when we're told to breathe. For example, when we go to the doctor's office, they, they tell you several times during the exam, breathe, breathe in and breathe out. And they take the stethoscope and they put it up to your heart or, or to your lungs, they put it on your back. They tell you to breathe to help you identify or locate where the pain is in your body. You're told to breathe when you're angry so that you don't go off on people. You're told to breathe when you're anxious or feeling afraid so that you don't panic. You're told to breathe when you're doing exercise and when you're doing yoga, it says breathe. Make sure you're breathing right. Make sure you're breathing right. When you are giving birth, you're told to breathe. So, then you push, but, you go, but you're told to breathe. You breathe when you're excited. You're told to breathe when you're frustrated. You're told to breathe before you act out. We're often told to breathe. How many times have somebody told you to breathe this weekend? And how many times have you told somebody else to breathe? We're always saying, breathe, breathe, take a deep breath. And that's important because breathing impacts our physical body and breathing also impacts your sanity. When you breathe, it helps you to focus. It regulates your mind. When you breathe, it calms you down. It calms your emotions. When you breathe, it helps you exercise self-control. It keeps you from acting out. When you breathe, it causes you to relax and keeps you from being so uptight. When you breathe, it reduces cortisol, which is a hormone that's released when you're stressed. When you breathe, it reduces tension in your body and it allows your body to heal. When you breathe, it enhances your circulation and it activates your lymphatic system. When you breathe, it enhances your digestion even. Do you know you eat better when you breathe? We should do breathing exercises before we eat and after we eat. Now that was eight if you were counting, because you know eight is my number, right? But that was eight things that are impacted by our breathing, physically and our sanity. Breathe. When people are hyperventilating, they said, grab a bag, grab a bag, and breathe into the bag. Or if you're overwhelmed, they say, you just need to get some fresh air. You just need to go outside and breathe. And so sometimes you do need to just go to your backyard, open the door. I, I know we're on, on lockdown right now. We have these restrictions. We have these stay-at-home, shelter-in-place orders. We even have curfews in some cities right now, or some states even. But you're told to stay in. 
But if you need to breathe, maybe you just need to step out on your back porch or step on your front porch and just go and breathe in some fresh air. Go to a window even and breathe. But, but let me share with you eight specific breathing techniques that you can use. And I got to tell you, because breathing is so vital, it's not about being cute. It's not about how you look when you do it. So if some of these look strange to you, it's okay. But breathe. So like I said, on every message I've done, whether I was talking about anger or fear or domestic violence or tension or perfections, whatever I've talked about, the thing I've said consistently is to breathe. And the breath I've talked about is the four, seven, eight. When you do a four, seven, eight breathing, you inhale four, you hold seven, you exhale eight. I've done it on every message. So some of you who've been following me, you know this technique, but let's do it together right now. Put your feet flat on the floor, your hands on your lap. You can close your eyes if you want to. We're gonna inhale four, hold seven, exhale eight. You ready? Hold seven, exhale eight. Again, inhale four, hold seven, exhale eight. And you can do that for an eight count, but it's the four, seven, eight. Another one you can do is called stomach breath. And with that, you would actually lay back on your back and you would watch your stomach as you're breathing. And you wanna watch your stomach go up and down up and down as you're breathing. And if you got a big belly, it's okay. Don't worry about it. That can work. You can work on that on another tape. But right now, we just want to watch your stomach as you breathe. So you inhale, watch your stomach go up as you get air in, and then you exhale. Inhale, exhale. And that's stomach breathing. Then there's something called balloon breath. When you do a balloon breath, you want to imagine that you're the balloon and you're going to fill yourself up until you float away. So as you're filling yourself up, you're filling yourself up with air. Then when you, when you let the air out of a balloon, it goes, shrivels down, you're going to shrivel back down when you let it back out. You ready? So let's inhale like a balloon. Then let the air back out. Inhale, then exhale. I know you're thinking, what is she doing? I'm teaching you how to breathe is what I'm doing. So we talked about four, seven, eight. We did stomach breath. Now we just did balloon breath. The next one is called a finger thumb breath. And this is one to kind of help get balance in your breathing. You want to do the finger thumb with a six count. Now I got to tell you, if you wear a lot of makeup, this may be a little challenging unless you have Kleenex close by to wipe your hands out because you do have to put your finger and your thumb on your nose. So for finger thumb breath, you cover up one side and you inhale and then you cover the other side up and you exhale. And you want to try to do it at a count of six. If a six is challenging, start with four, but then work up to six. And if you already have good breathing techniques, I would even encourage you to do an eight count. But I'm going to do a six right now. So you ready? Thumb, inhale. That was a six. Then I'm going to cover that side up and I'm going to exhale to the other side. And I'm exhaling through my nose both times. Inhale and exhale. You ready? A 
the one thing you will notice if you do a, a finger thumb breathing exercise is you'll notice if you need to blow your nose. <laughs> you'll notice if your nose is clogged up. So that's something that you can do. But again, if you wear a lot of makeup, make sure you wipe your fingers off before you touch your clothes. Another thing you can do when you're trying to do a breathing exercise, you can do what's called lion's breath. And this is the lion, ah, the animal lion. So when you're doing lion's breath, you breathe in through your nose, you inhale through your nose, you stick your tongue out. Like I said, it gets ugly. You look up towards your eyebrows and you do ha, 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 ha. And we want to do ha five times. It may seem silly, but it works. So you ready? Inhale, count of five, then ha, ha, exhale, count of five. So it's ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Try it again. Inhale through your nose. Stick your tongue out. Eyes up. You ready? One more time. Now, that's wonderful to do with children because they love making silly faces and making sounds. But not only can you do a lion's breath with children, but you can also do a, a, a whale water because you know how they shoot the water up out of their spout. So you inhale and you turn your head up and you shoot your water up. So it's... And you make the sound. You got to make sounds when you're working with kids. Then you can do the buzz and bumblebee when you're working with children. So again, you inhale. It goes... But this is lion's breath, well water, a bubbling bumblebee. Another thing you can do when you're trying to take deep breaths, because remember, breathing is vital. Breathing is essential. You gotta breathe to live. So you can do aromatherapy breathing. You can do a breath exchange. You can also do breath prayers. So for people who love aromatherapy, and I'm one of those people, I love smells. And so when you do aromatherapy breathing, it gives you a chance to inhale something fresh as you're breathing. So when you do aromatherapy, make sure you're using essential oils, not cooking oil and not baby oil, even though baby oil sometimes smells really good. You want to make sure you read the label on the oils that you're purchasing, because some oils are for inhaling, others are for burning. And you don't want to inhale a burning oil. You want to burn that and inhale the other. So there are different types of essential oils that you can get that are great when you're trying to enhance your breathing. You can do pine. You can do marjoram, uh, bergamot, tea tree, oregano. But let me tell you my eight favorites. Here's go. My eight favorite essential oils. Eucalyptus. Love eucalyptus. Lemongrass. Lavender. Ginger. Rosemary chamomile, spearmint, cedarwood. Those are my eight favorites. And that's why I even drink tea from ginger because I can smell the ginger. I drink lavender tea. I drink lemongrass tea. I drink spearmint tea, eucalyptus tea. So even all of my favorite smells that help me breathe better come in tea forms. And so I can inhale the tea while I'm breathing, but it helps me to breathe. Another way to breathe is breath exchange. When you do a breath exchange, you inhale the positive and you exhale the negative. So it's inhale positive, exhale negative. So what do I mean by that? So think about different words that will be opposites almost. So you inhale light, you exhale darkness, you inhale love, and you exhale hatred. You inhale peace, and you exhale conflict. You inhale truth. And you exhale lies. You inhale joy. And you exhale heaviness. Whew. 
you inhale life and you exhale suicide. You inhale relief and you exhale pain. You inhale confidence and you exhale doubt. You inhale courage and you exhale fear. That's called a breath exchange. And then the last one that we do, and this is eight different ways that you can breathe, is breath prayers. And these are short prayers that you can whisper as you inhale and exhale. Because remember, it's important to breathe. Breathing is essential. Breathing is necessary. Breathing is vital to life. So even as you do these simple breath prayers, this is things that you're whispering to the Lord as you pray. So these are not necessarily out loud prayers, but it's just like a whisper. So you inhale and you just whisper, Lord God, have mercy on me. Inhale. Ooh, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Inhale. Ooh, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Inhale. Ooh, God, show your power. Inhale. Not my will, Lord, but your will be done. Exhale. God, show yourself mighty. Inhale. God, keep my family safe. Inhale. God, protect us from seen and unseen danger. So you're doing these exchanges as you pray. Then you're doing these breath prayers to the Lord where you're simply whispering a prayer to him. I want to do a few breath prayers for us as I close out. And I pray that this has been helpful for you as you practice breathing, because breathing can help you in every situation in life. God, forgive us for not counting every breath as precious and priceless. Oh God, forgive us when we made it difficult for other people to breathe. God, forgive us when we misused and mishandled one another. God, forgive us when we've put our knee on the necks of others instead of putting our knee on the ground to pray. God, forgive us when we've not bowed our knee in worship and in prayer and in praise. God, help us to breathe. In Psalms 150 and verse 6, it says, Let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. Remember, breathing is simply one breath at a time. I want to thank you for listening. I pray this has been a blessing. I hope you have heard something that will help you, your family, your friends. Remember to like this and share this. Make sure you scroll back through the feed and watch additional shows on other topics. And remember, I'm Dr. Sabrina Black, and this is Mental Health Monday. If you are in need of help right now, if you feel it's hard to breathe, if you're in a difficult situation where breathing is complicated, if you feel like somebody's knee is on your neck, please give me a call right away or go to the website, drsabrinablack.com. You can schedule an appointment there. So make sure that you take care. And remember, it's simply one breath at a time. One breath at a time. Just breathe. Just breathe. One breath. One breath at a time. One Just breath one breath. That's all you get to have is one breath. One breath That's at a time. Oh God, thank you. One breath at a time. Breath at a time. Just one breath. 
I pray this has been helpful. I don't own the rights to the music. The song is One Breath at a Time.